Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 77 of Elijah Fire. I'm your host, Jeff Tharp. Uh, happy Monday, everybody. I hope you guys had an amazing, uh, amazing, amazing <laughs> weekend. That's the word. I was like, it totally, totally went away. Um, also an amazing day. All right. So uh, guys, I'm really excited about today's guest. Last time, it was just an amazing time, amazing episode. Um, my guest today, returning once again, he's a prophetic voice. He is a prophetic dreamer. He is also the leader of Vanquish Prophetic Dreamers, as well as Unapologetic Dreamers. Let's welcome my guest today, Andrew Whalen. What up? Hey, Jeff. Welcome Good to be here. Yeah, welcome back to the show, man. It's it's an honor. So thank you, man. I'm yeah. honored. Okay. So let's um actually I felt like we're supposed to do this before the show, and then I felt a check in my spirit. So would you mind just praying for us as we enter into this time? Because I just feel like it's gonna be really good. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, Heavenly Father, I just come before you, and Lord, we just give you thanks through your son Jesus right now. Lord, we just praise you. For all that you have done, Lord, that you have worked victories on our behalf. And we thank you for the finished work of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the blood that speaks a better word for us than the blood of Abel, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that we have an advocate that stands on our behalf. We thank you, Lord, for the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And Lord, we just enter in right now by way of his righteousness. And we just thank you that we get to be privileged as sons and daughters. And so, Lord, I just commit this time to the glory of our Lord Jesus. And I'm asking God, would you release the power of the Holy Spirit in this time? Would you touch hearts? Would you quicken your word? Would you release an anointing that breaks yokes? Would you release fire, God, that touches sickness and disease and drives out the liar in every heart and every mind? And Lord, we just ask, have your way here. Your word says, commit our plans to you. They will succeed. We commit this time and this episode to you that it might be successful in your eyes and touch many lives in mm. Jesus' holy name. Amen. 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 Uh, okay. Well, let's get into it because, dude, you got, you got a lot of like really awesome stuff that the Lord has been giving you lately. You've been releasing it on Unapologetic Dreamers and Vanquished Prophetic Warriors. Um so let's just get right into it. So you have, uh, the Lord has shown you that there's a new generation of mighty ones that he is raising up. What does that mean? And just get right into it, bro. All right. Well, you guys, I, I will tell you this. I believe with all my heart, I shared it in the first episode I was on here that we are in an, an era that I'd like to call crossover. It's a crossover era. We're coming into a new time of possessing promised lands so to speak. They're places that the Lord Jesus has called us to go and occupy, take possession of, breakthrough. So we are coming into this time. And so the Lord has been speaking about what it's going to require. And what it's going to require is a generation of Geborim. That's the Hebrew word for mighty ones. And David had the mighty men, and that word was Geborim. They were the mighty ones of God. And so I believe in the same way this is what God is raising up. He's raising up mighty ones. And so what does that mean? Well, let me give you a, a dream that I had that explains what I think is coming. 
So um, I, some of you may or may not know, but I'm a, a spiritual son of Lou Ingalls. So Lou has just been an amazing friend mm-hmm. and a father in the Lord. And so a few years ago, um, I had this dream. And now God will give me dreams, by the way, that have taken place. You know, the dream might have happened one, two, three years ago, but he will bring them in a moment in time to mind and say, hey, that dream then is for this time right now. Awesome. And so I, I found that that is how God often works. He'll speak something early on. Oftentimes us prophetic folk think it's right now. And God's like, wait, hold it. We wish it. it would be now. <laughs> we wish it would be right now. It just sometimes takes yeah. longer, you know, than yeah. we think. But anyway, so I had this dream a few years ago. In the dream, what it was is I'm sitting at the kitchen table of Lou Engel, and I find myself writing my name on his family tree. And then in the dream, a uh, an angel comes walking up to me. And this angel says, Lou Engel has been a rescuer to a whole generation, but there's a new generation coming. And the angel looked at me and said, you're one of the new ones. Wow. And then the angel said, "Um, this new, you and this new generation will have the anointing of the garments, garments, plural, of David's mighty men. You and this new generation will have the anointing of the garments of David's mighty men. And then the angel looks at me and says, you will go into many streams, not just one. You will pray, you will prophesy, you will evangelize, you will teach. You'll go into the church, you'll go into business, you go into government, you'll go into entertainment. And so really that dream, you know, I I believe that was basically the gist of the dream. I wake up, I have a knowing at that point that God is preparing a generation to manifest Christ's victory in all spheres of society. You know, thank God for the upbringing we've had. Thank God for the church. Um, But I believe that God is completely reforming things and he's sending the kingdom of God into the spheres of society. And he's raising up people that are equipped. I want to call them the mighty ones. It doesn't mean we're better than anybody else. It just means that we have a mentality to take ground. We have a mentality to say, hey, the devil has owned and occupied this territory long enough. We're coming with the victory and the weapons of Jesus Christ, and we are coming to lay claim on what God says is ours. Mm. And so God, you know, the kingdoms of this world belong to the kingdoms, uh, or you know what I'm saying, the scripture, the kingdoms of this world are the, are the Lord's and his Christ. Um, You know, The, the verse. The verse, everybody, right? you know, yeah, because I get, I know it too, but I can't, yes. It's the, there. Yeah. But here's the deal is that's exactly what God's doing right now is he is training up people to say, wait a second, the devil has owned this property way too long. He's owned the entertainment realm way too long. He's owned, uh, you know, fashion way too long. He's owned music. He's owned government. Why is that happening? It shouldn't be. And I believe that's the kind of generation God's raising up is saying, we're not going to stay just within the church. We're coming to reform, transform society and culture for the kingdom of God so that the gospel of Jesus Christ can break out, save lives and change, change the world. Mm. So um, that is part of what I believe God's raising up right now. Now, 
let me just say this. I believe that that's going to require uh, a lot of training. So, you know, the Bible says that God trains our hands for war, our fingers for battle. You know, God has to get us ready to go and face an enemy that is truly out there. We have to be prepared to go and take on giants. You know, just like it was for Israel, so it is again for us. There are giants that occupy the places God is calling us to go. Mm. Now, I don't know if I ever shared this with you, but I had a an encounter with Todd White one time. Maybe I shared this last episode, but... I think so, but tell it again because there's new people. So. All right, I'll tell it again. Yeah. So um, years ago, I had a dream, and in the dream, I began to prophesy, and I said, when you hear the word spiritual boot camp, what do you think of? And people, you know, begin to respond and say in this dream, it means that we're being equipped, we're being, you know, weaponized, we're we're being strengthened and encouraged to march against an enemy. And I said, yes, all of these things are right, but we have no business going to fight an enemy we're unprepared to fight. Mm. So I woke up from that dream, began to ponder spiritual boot camp. You know, I've never heard the word, the phrase before. That was in 2010. Mm-hmm. And so I began to pray into it. God, what is a spiritual boot camp? What am I supposed to do with it? Well, about a week later, I'm at a conference and a man I've never met before named Todd White. He'd never met me. You know, he walks up to me and he, he's walking by and he looks back at me, you know, and and uh, he comes over to me and says, hey, man, I, I just had a vision of you. You're leading like an army of warriors. And I heard the word spiritual boot camp. God says you're going to raise up warriors to go into the enemy's camp and take back what he's stolen. And I'm like, ah, you know, <laughs> yeah, like you have no idea. Yeah. So anyway, all that to say is, man, I am fired up these days. I'm I'm literally feeling like, oh, the time is coming quickly upon us. It's time. God is about to launch a full scale spiritual attack. You know what I'm saying? Against yeah. against strongholds against principalities and powers, against things that have taunted the armies of the living God for far too long. And they're a generation that's about to cross over. We're going to see Jericho walls fall down. We're going to see whole cities consumed with the fire of God's presence. Mm -hmm. And you you understand, I'm not talking literally. I'm not talking physical or YouTube over. (laughs) Yeah. I, you know, I have to clarify that because I'm talking spiritual violence. I'm not talking, you know, flesh and blood. I'm talking. Which is more powerful, man. Come on. You want to talk about that? It's way more powerful. It is. Yeah. It is. So we're in exciting times. That's what yeah. I believe. Yeah. And I think the encouraging thing um, is, number one, God will always confirm his words. So you've been talking about this for a while. And I would say just from my observation, it looks like the frequency is increasing of, of God bringing these things to mind to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're starting to see these things happen within our culture. I mean, with what, what happened last Friday um, was, was monumental. Um, you know what I mean? You want to talk about principalities being dethroned. There's your, there's your proof right there. Come on. Something that people said would never happen, never going to happen. Um, obviously we were saying something different, you and you, myself and thousands, hundreds of thousands of other people. Um, but there's the fruit right there that, that this is actually happening. And I always look at what kind of thing is happening within 
society, within popular culture, what kind of messages are being communicated? Um, regardless of whether Satan wants them to or not, God's message will come forward. And, and wherever people's eyes are, God will make his voice heard. Um, and so a perfect example, everybody knows, I really love the new Top Gun movie. You really love the new Top Gun movie. Um, and you actually had a prophetic word that goes kind of goes along with this because people are getting really like, I mean, it's one of the biggest movies in the world right now still. Um, and um, people's eyes are on this. Uh, Top Gun is all about the elite. It's all about the best of the best, um, the, the best at what they do. Uh, taking on an impossible mission people people say it's impossible yeah. um so yeah why don't you just tell that word you released it i don't know like a week and a half ago or a week ago or something like that so just go for it yeah no you're absolutely right and you know here's the here's the way i would say it too along along with the the elite is it doesn't mean that the elites are better it's just that they're specialized their training mm, is on another good. level because they they are what they're required to do requires another dimension of training and intensity to it and the whole army has a job but then you have special forces or you have elite type uh forces that are needed um for specific assignments usually behind enemy lines and so that is, uh, or or maybe they're the at the forefront of a of a an attack or an offensive. Mm -hmm. And so that's often what I like to say is that you know, hey, you know, it doesn't matter. We're not trying to boast or anything and say we're the best of the best. Jesus is the best, and He loves all, every one of us. But there are some I believe that He is calling right now, and I believe it's resonating within them, and they're saying, I know I've been born for such a time as this not to just go along and and be a nice christian i i'm i want to be weaponized for the mm -hmm. glory of god i want my life to be manifested in such a way that christ receives all the glory the works of the devil are destroyed and brought down and people's lives are saved and rescued and, and so anyway all that to say is i had this dream i'm in a dream recently with uh lou engel uh, a man named uh corey russell and a man named uh, Damon Thompson. And um, all three of these guys, to me, have just been, you know, these guys are kind of legends, you know, they're, they're just awesome. I love their hearts. I love their fire. I love their prayer. And so um, in this dream, I'm, uh, I, I'm, we're all praying and fasting together. And I look and realize we're all wearing, you know, in a dream, you just have uh, knowings, and I just knew that we were all wearing white Top Gun t-shirts. So Tom Cruise has the iconic white t-shirt he wears, and then he puts the bomber jacket over. You know, it was one of those. And we're all in this, and I'm I'm fully aware we're all a part of Top Gun. Mm. And in the dream, I you know I'm like, hey, let's get a selfie of us. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take the selfies. I'm trying to capture the moment. Yeah. And um, but you know, so I wake up from this dream now. I felt in my spirit like God was saying, Andrew, I put you in this picture because I want you to get a picture of what I'm trying to do in this generation. I want to raise up an elite company of people. And it's not just one. It's in many places. I want to raise up top gun, special forces, special training centers, 
those who can be trained to get air superiority, you know, mm. who know how to go in the heavens in prayer and fasting and revelation, yeah. those who know how to advance on the ground to break through with power evangelism, you know, all of these types of things. Um, and so crazy enough, uh, you know, I had that dream. Well, fast forward, Lou Engle and I had an appointment to meet in Dallas on the day. We didn't know it was the day that Roe would be overturned, but we're, we're meeting in Dallas. I pick him up from the airport. And so he gets in and, um, I don't know, we're, we start talking and, and I, he asked me, he always asked me, Andrew, what have you been dreaming lately? <laughs> and so, <laughs> so I said, well, I can tell you this dream, you know, we were all a part of Top Gun and he goes, Oh, Top Gun. We got to go see the movie right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, let's go. So we yeah. go to Top Gun and, you know, as we're sitting there, you know, I'm watching Lou Engle crying over this movie realizing this is more than entertainment for him yeah. this is a picture of what his life has really represented training up warriors to gain air superiority and he's really been uh, a real champion and a forerunner for uh praying against abortion and and to see its mm -hmm. overturning and all of that so but all that to say, this was another sign to me that this is not just, these aren't just little things, sentimental things God's throwing out. He's saying, no, this is what I'm requiring in this hour. It is time to go in and take down giants, take possession of places that we thought we could never occupy. You've been wandering in the wilderness for so long. You haven't known that there's a land flowing with milk and honey that's on the other side of that are great revivals and great awakenings and souls mm -hmm. you never thought could possibly be saved are going to have Saul to Paul conversions in a moment. There's going to be leaders of, of companies, CEOs. There's going to be celebrities. There's going to be people who are testifying about the risen Lord Jesus mm -hmm. because it's happening everywhere. They're encountering God. Heaven is coming on earth and wow. God's people are breaking through. I'm telling mm -hmm. you, we're we're about to see like Charles Finney walking into the uh, whatever it was, the textile factory, and the whole place shuts down because of the glory of God. This is kind of, it's going to happen again. We're going to have moments and times and places on the increase that this starts to take place. Come on, man. And anyway, yeah, dude. <laughs> um. Okay, so. How how do we position ourselves? Um, if you are, say, you know, we've got people right now that are like, that's that's me. Like I've always known, I've always felt this burning in me, and I feel like this is my moment. How do we train ourselves up? What what would be some advice? How do you see this playing out? Absolutely, man. You know, I think I think the first thing is, you know. <clears throat> maybe there is a place, maybe there's a, um, a place of training, whether it's online or whether it's among a, a you know, a ministry of some sort, someplace. Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually working personally to try to develop something. I want to really begin to create um, a center that was part of our call to move to the Dallas-Fort Worth region is to establish an apostolic training center. Mm -hmm. We're in process of, of just trying to get some pieces together, but I really want to um, pull in leaders and generals who can impart and who can train up and together we're just we're just forging faith in this generation to say hey let's not 
let's not rest content that we have a few victories. Let's pursue our enemies and overtake them. That's let's right. go after, you know, the LGBTQ. There's a calling. There's a destiny. God is about to do a major jailbreak. Let's go after, you know, uh, Hollywood. Let's go. Let's see. Let's see some of these things begin to fall that have for so long just taunted um, with an antichrist agenda and an antichrist spirit. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. So, um, you know, maybe not everybody is able to go somewhere or plug themselves into a, uh, a training thing, but here's the deal. You've got the best trainer you'll ever have. His name is Holy Spirit. And uh, he is a master trainer. And he knows how to take your simple, yes, I want you, God. Yes, I want to go with you. Here am I, send me, Lord. Here mm -hmm. am I. He knows how to take your simple, here I am, and really forge in you what you're destined for. Mm -hmm. And he knows the longings of your heart. You want to go and, and make a, you know, a stamp or, or make a footprint for the name of the Lord Jesus in this earth. God wants that too. And he knows how to train you to get there. And he will use circumstances and situations Absolutely. and people's lives. You don't always have to be plugged in to, uh, you know, this or that. Mm -hmm. um, I often call it the chosen fast of the Lord. I'm like, Lord, why am I in this brutal season right now? And God says, well, it's your chosen fast <laughs> or it's my chosen fast. Yeah. You. And yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not fasting. He's like, you're suffering. It's a fast enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, that's the thing, though. God will, you know, when you set your face to say, God, I want what you want for me. I want to go deeper. I want to go to the next level. He knows how to get you there. In fact, mm -hmm. let me tell you this story. I was in college. When I was in college, I got lit on fire. Um, have you ever had those seasons of time where you're like, Wow, I wish I could go back to that. I had more time. I had more energy and yeah. all of that. I had that. I had time. I had energy and I was lit on fire. Awesome. And I would go and take my nights um, in prayer. I, I, had, uh, I was given a key to the campus ministry I was a part of, to the building. And so um, I would go and open up the building. Nobody's there. It's pitch black. And I would just go in and I would literally just cry out to the Lord and call on his name. And one of the things I would pray over and over is, God, I want to go to the next level with you. I want to go to the next level with you. And, you know, honestly, I wasn't really sure what I even meant by that. I'm not mm. sure what I meant by the next level. I just had a feeling there's got There's so much more. Mm -hmm. I read the Bible. The Bible should provoke us that there's so much more. There's so much available in this kingdom and we're invited into it. And so in this season, I was crying out, God, I want to go to the next level. I remember one, one day specifically during this season, it was like I felt like I laid hold of God in that moment, crying out, I want to go to the next level with you. And All right, so I get done praying. I go to the gym right after. I'm, it's a Gold's Gym. This is back in central Illinois. I walk in. I'm doing my workout. Um, a long-haired, hippie-looking guy I've never seen before. Um, he just walks up to me and, uh, you know, he says, Hey, um, can I ask you a question? I said, yeah. He goes, well, I just believe, uh, he, or he said, are you a Christian? And I said, yes, yes, I am. He said, well, 
let me ask you a question because I believe God just spoke to me about you. Wow. Okay. And I said, okay. He says, are you wanting, are, have you been crying out, wanting to go to the next level with God? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? I love it. <laughs> I'm like, what, bro? <laughs> I'm like, who Who are you? Why are you asking? I said, you have no idea, man. And he said, well, let me tell you what the Lord told me. He said, if you continue to seek him with all your heart, he'll bring you into the next level with him. Dude. I got lit up from that little encounter, you know? Dude. And see, God showed me, Andrew, I can find anybody anywhere. I'm paying attention to hearts. I'm not mm. looking at your title, who you're surrounded Good. by, what your degree is. Give me a heart that's mine. Uh, give me a heart that's fully alive for me. You know, and so that's what God's after. Can you give your heart wholeheartedly to him? He'll find you. He'll make himself known to you in a way that'll wreck your life. It'll mark you. And so mm. if you're looking to go to the next level, you're looking to be in a, a special forces operative for the kingdom of God. You go and tell your trainer. Go and tell Jesus, go and talk to him and he will do it. So, mm, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've said this quite a few times on the show and I always make a point to, to address it when it gets brought up by somebody else. And that, in that case, it was you. And I think that so often, and I've learned my lesson. I think I'm always learning my lesson with this in particular. Um, is not getting in my mind, okay, God, I want to do this for you. And this is how it's going to look. And if it doesn't look like this, then I get disappointed. I feel like I've missed it. And realizing throughout my life that, man, God will use any opportunity. If, if, if your heart is in the right place and you're hearing him correctly, don't be like, well, I need to go to this Bible college in order to make this happen. And if I don't, then, then it's not a success. And I can't be, I can't be set apart for God. And I can't, all these things. God can use anything, man. Like doing the dishes. Come hey, on. Say you're washing dishes. Say you're a dishwasher at a restaurant. God can use that. It's all you ever seen Karate Kid, everybody? Mr. Miyagi. He's teaching <laughs> wax on, wax off. And he's like, man, what in the world? This is a waste of time. I want to learn karate. And then he just does it over and over. And he realizes that he's learned karate. Absolutely. It's the same thing, you know? And, um, and then I think in the Jackie Chan remake he's like picking up a jacket and putting it you know so maybe you fold clothes i don't know you know but yeah. god can use anything and he's done it with me where i realized i thought i had missed an opportunity even though i knew i was where i was supposed to be and then i moved into a new season thinking i know i'm supposed to be here but i really i mean i really feel ill-equipped and then i i got into actually operating in that season and realized the previous season, which I thought was completely unrelated was exactly what I needed to do what I was doing there. And that is that, that applies to everybody that wh whatever you, wherever you're at, God will use that. Even if in your mind, it doesn't look like, yeah, but like God's calling me to like do this big thing. And right now does not look like that. Dude, everything's connected. God doesn't waste anything, man. Doesn't. So he doesn't. That's such a good word, bro. And it's so true. And let me, this is going to encourage some folks right now because God had to come into my life and tell me this. I was trying to uh, look at my life and I was I was basically just like you said, Jeff, this didn't this hasn't looked like I thought it was going to look, you know, <laughs> um, I thought this was going to be a lot uh, whatever. This is going to come with a lot more 
uh, smoke and pizzazz, know, yeah, pizzazz, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, and um, and along the way, you start to you start to define what your life is based on your disappointments mm. or based on your misperceptions or whatever. Yep. You start to interpret. Here's what the Lord told me. He stopped me when I started to get real down. <laughs> I was looking at, you know, friendships blowing up. I was looking at church splits happening. I was looking at, you know, all the, you know, it looked really bad, really chaotic. And the Lord stopped me, said, Andrew, it is illegal for you to interpret your own life. All interpretations belong to me. And he said, because you don't know the end from the beginning, you don't have the right to interpret. You don't have the, the, the wisdom or the foresight to understand how I'm going to work this out for the good. Because my promise to you is to work all things out for the good. And that's what I just want to say to some of you right now. You're saying, how do I get into this? I want to do great things for God. I know I'm called by the Lord. I know you might have, you might remember these fresh times, these alive times in your life. And you're wondering what happened. You're looking at your life and like, how did I get into this place? And how did it go so wrong? And I just want to tell you, God is not done. And you got to pick, you got to pick faith back up right now mm, and understand good. that God is the one who is interpreting your life. And I just feel he is about to reinterpret everything you thought was, was the sign that your story was ending or that your hope was over or that your call was dead. Or whatever the case, God is about to reinterpret it and say, listen, the new chapter is coming right now. And you're about to step into what I've written before one of your days came to be. There's a scroll over your life and the Lord is intending to fight for it. He is watching over his word over you to perform it. And so don't allow your own interpretations to take you out of God's story and his purposes. Dude. Dude. Yes. Amen. <laughs> yes, dude. Yes. <laughs> so good, man. And it's, it happens mm. to so many, you know, we're all, um, we're all probably susceptible of doing this. I know I'm Absolutely. constantly I guilty have as find, charged. Yeah, <laughs> man. I, I don't know if I, I'm so thankful. I sure hope that the Lord never pulls back the curtain is like, look at Andrew's life behind the, the scenes and how many conversations he he said with his wife, I failed, I quit, I give up. You know, how many times have I repeated these things? How many Bro. times has Andrew come in alignment with a lie? How many times has Andrew, he's been more against himself than, than the devil has. Like, <laughs> I can say the same for myself, Andrew. <laughs> My wife is amazing in that regard. Yeah. To, to, to remind me of the promises of God. It's true. Um, that's why even if people are single, having people around you doesn't have to be a spouse, people around you that can remind you of those things. And it's important to do that for one another. That's that's part of being the body of Christ. That's that's part of being in alignment with one another, man. That's yeah. so important. You know, I want to just point this back and I don't I'll let you take the you know, the interview. Dude, you just we're about. just going. Let's just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I felt that um, I've learned a few things about, I just feel that this is maybe what the spirit wants to encourage some people with right now, just as we're tracking. Cause 
Because listen, we are coming into a new day. The, the scripture says, in fact, I won't go into it, but I had a, a real powerful encounter. David Hogan appeared to me in, in um, an open vision. This has been a couple years ago. Uh, no, it was a year ago. I can't remember now. But but in the dream, he prophesied, looked at me and prophesied and said, we are now entering a new day of the Lord's power. Mm. And, you know, the scripture says in the day of the Lord's power, his people will volunteer freely. Listen, there's going to be, God is calling up right now. He's saying, where is my volunteer army? Where are my volunteers? Because we're coming into a new day right now. It's a new era, a new day of power. And he is looking for his, his sons and daughters to arise and to volunteer. And he is going to make them champions. He is going to make them a new, uh, a new generation of Gaborim, the mighty ones. And so I really believe that right now um, God is putting his hand on hearts. He's putting his hand on lives. He's marking them. And he's separating them out. But here's something I found is that you won't rise up until you really believe who God says you are. And so I would find myself in these seasons of, of discouragement. And I would like, honestly, I, I battled, I battled depression, like real bad sometimes. I'm like, you know, warfare and lies and these things. And thank God for those people. You know, my wife especially, who'd be like, Andrew, this is not you. Hmm. Let me tell you who you are, you know. Let me remind you who you are. And I think that it's important to continually allow the Lord to remind us who he says we are. Mm -hmm. Because it's not dependent. What he says about us doesn't depend on our feelings. Dude, <laughs> I was talking about this last week on the show. That really? exact thing. So it's obvious that God wants the body of Christ to get this. I said, who you are, how you feel today versus tomorrow doesn't change who you are. Come so on. come on. It's right. And honestly, yeah. uh, you know why God is having us bring this up, bro, is because this is going to be key. Identity, mm -hmm. security and knowing that you are the Lord's, you know, yep. you know why I believe that before they crossed over to the promised land, um, the Lord had him, uh, you know, he had him get circumcised. You know, I'm like, wow, that's a brutal thing to go into the promised land with. But the <laughs> circumcision was the sign of the covenant. Yeah. And so, you know what he was doing? He was reestablishing their confidence that you are the covenant. Mm -hmm. You are the covenant children. You are the covenant people of Yahweh. You are the, the children of the Lord most high. And he was reestablishing their identity and saying, this land is yours because I go before you because the God who pulled you out and delivered you out of Egypt, he goes before you and you bear the sign of his covenant. And I just feel in the same way, God is saying, I am sending a generation into a time of conquering, of taking land, of taking territory, but I am going to infuse them afresh with the revelation of who they are in Christ. I'm going to reestablish their confidence in covenant. I'm going to show them the power of the blood of Jesus poured out mm. for them. Mm. And so that's why I also believe, and I'm not going to go down this road, but communion is being revived in this day. I mean, I just feel like everywhere you look and talk, God's he's speaking communion, communion, communion. And so 
Part of that is because he's reestablishing the sign of his covenant with us. He's saying, mm -hmm. I want you to be confident and know we are covenanted. We are one. And you can't disconnect yourself from who I say you are. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Dude. Not anyway, dude. We're like, <laughs> we're, we're, we're on this path, dude. And, and I just think we need to keep going for it. So if you have more to say about communion, go for it. Well, you know, I'll tell you, Lou's on a rampage these days about, uh, about communion. Um, I, I know that he, I'll tell you this. I had a dream, oh, maybe 10, I don't know. The years all mesh together. It was within the last 10 or 15 Probably years. the last decade. I, yeah. you know, sometime in there, but it was a profound dream. In the dream, I was sitting across uh, a table. I was in a ch an old chapel. I don't know where it was. I was in an old chapel. I was sitting at a table, and Lou Engle was sitting right across from me. And I looked at Lou, and I realized in the dream that masses of people had were lining up down the streets. They were looking to come into this chapel, and I knew it was like a revival-type service. I look at Lou, and I say this phrase that I'd never even heard before. I say, Lou, of, of all the histories, or uh, of all the revivals, of all the awakenings, of all the times past, none will be able to compare to the coming Great Communion Revival. And so when I said that, Lou says, ah, it's like First John uh, 1, 9. And I said, yes. And so First John 1, 9, I believe is uh, if you confess your sins before him, he's faithful uh, to cleanse you of all unrighteousness, to forgive you and to cleanse you of all unrighteousness. And so here's the deal is what's the point? What was God saying? He's saying, I am going to reestablish the revelation, the power of the of the blood, of the communing with me through the blood of Jesus Christ, through the body and the blood, and that your sins are forgiven and washed away. And so there is there's coming what I believe. Oh, I told this dream to Lou. Now, what I didn't know, what I didn't know is that Lou had like a year prior been given a dream by a prophet in the dream the prophet opens an like an old ancient treasure chest and out of the treasure chest comes these words and it says lou engel has faith for the great communion blood revival Dude. now i Dude. believe now lou i just was with him and i believe that this is what is gripping his heart like never before i believe he he believes that we are truly entering in to a time where communion is going to be reestablished as the great sign of covenant. And it's going to be what we take and, and do together and in it and through it, healing. I'm talking, you know, signs and wonders through the covenant, forgiveness. There will be reconciliation, you know, full scale revival breaking mm. out because we're honoring the communion. We're honoring wow. the covenant in the blood of Jesus Christ. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. Now, back to the show. Well, dude, last week, 
um, I felt a burning within. I heard the Lord say, I want you to start taking communion with your wife every day again. So there's, there you go. Isn't that crazy? It's real, man. Yeah. Let me tell you this too. Okay. So I, you know, after this uh, encounter and as I've been praying and pondering, well, this is about a year ago or I can't, you know, sometime in the past couple of years, I began, the Lord told me this. He said, Andrew, I want you to be provoked by my blood. That was an interesting okay. phrase. Okay. And he said, my blood should provoke you. And I'm thinking, what? <laughs> you know, why? And okay. Said, yeah. <laughs> to what? And he goes, yeah. you don't know the power of my blood. You don't, you, you think you do, but you haven't been provoked by it. And so I believe that God is looking to provoke his people by his blood again. He's saying, if you could only understand the voice of the blood, what it speaks, what is the power, the frequency resonating in the blood of the lamb and what it's, it means for all of us, all of creation. So I got on this intense journey with the Lord. And, and I started fasting and saying, God, teach me about the blood, teach me about the blood. And, and so I remember specifically, I was at a worship gathering, but there's about 300 people at this gathering and I'm sitting down, everybody's worshiping, but I'm just sitting there and I'm kind of like hungry. And all I'm thinking, I'm not worshiping. I'm literally just thinking, God, where can I find a good bowl of soup? That's the only question I had. That was my only prayer that night. God, where can I find a good bowl of soup? <laughs> so in about, I don't know, two minutes later, this young man walks up to me and um, he says, hey, man, this is going to sound really crazy. And nobody knew I was, by the way, nobody knew I was fasting. Nobody knew I'd been on this journey with the Lord praying about the blood. And nobody knew I asked the Lord about the soup. <laughs> this man comes up to me. He says, can I just tell you what I just saw? I said, sure. He said, I just saw a massive angel walk up to you and offer you a bowl of soup. He goes, but when I looked at the bowl of soup, it wasn't soup. It was the blood of Jesus. And I, I was like provoked in, in that moment. Something happened to me in that moment. And I just was like, God is telling me to consume the blood. Let, let it wash me. Let it cleanse me. Let it become something that I, that I'll never depart from. Mm -hmm. I don't have life apart from the blood. We're brought near to God by the blood of Jesus. So all that to say is we're to circle around back. I believe there is a generation that's about to go into a, a territory that God is saying, I have, I have paid the price for you to go and win a generation to go and take the mountains of culture and society. But I want you to be reestablished uh, in your identity, knowing fully the covenant in the blood of the lamb. Mm. So this is going to be an important subject that I believe God is going to really speak into and start to really revive in these days. Man, that's so good. Okay, so we actually got a, a question from the chat. From somebody and this actually is just really good even if it sounds elementary to some people andrew can you tell us how to take communion or how you take communion and then also coupled with that how do we practice this at home with our families what you're talking about with the the blood consuming the blood 
um, provoke being provoked by the blood. So yeah, how do you take communion? And then how do we practice this being provoked by the blood at home? Yeah, so good. Great question. Honestly, uh, the way that the way that we do it at our home is we call it uh, FPT, family prayer time. <laughs> FPT. FPT. We're, we're like, we yell through the house, FPT, FPT, family prayer time. All the kids <laughs> come running down, you know, um, and then we just make it a habit to, um, you know, the Bible talks about, um, I'm blanking out on the scripture right now, but where it says that, you know, they, that you didn't, uh, you didn't have concern for the body. And that's why there there was um, judgment among you. Um, you you didn't minister to the body, or you didn't. Mm. You know, anyway, <laughs> what what I felt like is that God's saying, you know, when you do communion, it's not just about taking the elements; it's about ministry to the body. It's about letting life up, life upon life. Let my life minister out of you to one another, and that's part of the communion. It's part of sharing your love and your life and ministry with each other. So we just go around and part of it is recognizing, Hey, the blood of Jesus speaks on our behalf. So is there anything that we need to confess here? You know, is there anything that you guys just want to bring into the light? The Bible says, uh, let us come into the light. He is in the light that the blood of Jesus will cleanse us and wash us from all sin that we might have fellowship with one another. You know, we're meant to have fellowship with one another, but part of what hinders fellowship is when we're not walking in the light. Mm. So we just say, as a family, say, hey, let's come into the light. And um, we make this a habit because a lot can happen in a week and there's a lot to bring up into the light. (laughs) And, uh, you know, sometimes I'll say, hey, you know, kids, I'm sorry. I was was probably a little rough in how I said that. Or, you know, I wasn't kind or whatever the case. And, Mm -hmm. And, you know, and we have this dialogue and then we pray for one another. And then we minister to each other. And I always go back to identity. I just speak identity. That's to me, that's what communion at the core of it. It's what Jesus did for us and what he identifies us as now. Mm, that's good. And so I, I just constantly minister identity to my kids and family. And then we take it together. We, when I say take it, we usually just get grape juice and bread. Uh, you know, I've got friends. They'll do the wine. They'll do the cracker, whatever. Yeah. I do uh, Manischewitz. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, Jew, Jewish wine. That's yeah, right. my wife and I do like a little, and then we have like these little like gluten free crackers. Yeah, snap them off. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, awesome. So you know, there's been some times where um, I, I, I don't, you know, to me, I think God looks at the heart, and so mm-hmm. sometimes you know, eh, we don't have grape juice, we got orange juice. <laughs> it's our communion today. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. We're not overly religious about it, but you yeah, know, that, we do like to just keep uh on stock like the the grape juice and uh-huh yeah i hope that helps mm-hmm. yeah that does absolutely so e- even with fpt is it something because there's some people listening that are like that's actually a really good idea i should do that with my kids is that a weekly thing you do is it a every other day thing is it a, what, what does that look like you know um when the kids were younger it honestly i was trying to do it not not everybody's schedule allows them to do it every day but um, with what, how we flow and, and operate, we're a little bit more at home. And so I was able to do it really often. So four mm-hmm. to five days a week that I was trying to just something just to make 
a connect, especially when they were younger. Yeah. And, and to make a connect, centering it around God, around his word. And, you know, early on when the kids were real little, um, I used to to bring like candy. And there's a scripture that talks about your word is as sweet as honey, you know, and your <laughs> yeah. name is like honey on my lips. And mm -hmm. so we wanted to just associate the sweetness with God's word and the sweetness with this time with, hey, you know, when we're together, this is sweet. When we're get, when we're around God and his word, it's sweet. And so, you know, I think that's an important thing. That's actually what they did with the Hebrew culture is they actually had um, honey that they would give kids during times of reading the word and those things, because it was it was that that's where that your word is like honey on my lips. It was the sweetness of his word. And so that's a really important time. And so that might help people right now as the kids have gotten older. We we probably do it once to two times a week. Mm. Um, you know, some there are weeks I won't you know I won't like some weeks we don't do it at all. But mm. I would say the majority is we're at least doing it once and sometimes twice a week. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Okay, so we're not going to get through the other the other points, but the other one that I wanted to hit is uh, the purpose of the angelic during this new era in the kingdom. What is that looking like? What has the Lord shown you in regards to that? Yes, man. Well, let me tell you guys this. I am, I'm so encouraged because I, I, I had this dream. Let's see, where do I want to start with this? Okay. I had this dream a while back and in the dream, I find myself prophesying to the church. And I say this, I say right now, the most important thing for the church is to learn how to employ their angels. Hmm. And then I say this in the dream, I say this has not been widely understood, but that's now all changing. God is about to teach the broader body of Christ about the angelic realm. And so I believe there are many people uh, throughout the body of Christ who uh, if you were like me, you were probably like, well, yeah, I, God's word says there's angels. I know that there's angels. I believe they're there. I don't know what they're doing. They're hanging out on clouds. I don't know what, you know, I don't know. <laughs> they're out there. And, you know, like, what what's that matter to me? I don't know. God's commanding them to do stuff. But But that was the dream. It was an invitation to say, God wanted me to understand that, hey, wait. The scripture actually says in Hebrews that these are angels. These are ministering spirits sent to minister to those inheriting salvation. That's me and you. We're the ones inheriting salvation. And the angels are here for us to minister on our behalf. Think of ministry in this way. If you're uh, a waiter is coming to you and you give him your order, he goes and and gets what you just ordered and ministers it back to you. Mm. And so that to me is a part of what the angelic realm does is they're, they're listening. Um, Psalm 103, I believe it says that the angels are uh, the mighty ones. They do the bidding of God. They heed to the voice of his word. They're, they're heeding his voice. They're heeding his words. And so when his words are in our mouth, you know, our mouth, they're responding, you know, when we're praying, or when we're we're calling forth uh, the angels to work on our behalf in the name of the Lord, they're responding according to his words. And so anyway, I had that dream. It was kind of like, wow, this is crazy. Well, then God just began to 
he sent me on this whole assignment and I'll, I'll kind of uh, break it down a little bit, but I was in Colorado Springs and I had an open vision one day. <clears throat> Actually, before that, before that, let me back up. <laughs> I had a, a dream in which I was um, driving next to a book truck and I okay. find myself stealing books out of the book truck while I'm driving. And it was a man who I didn't even know. I'd never, I don't think I'd personally, maybe I'd heard of him. I just had never read anything from him, had never listened to him. And it's on the back of the truck, it says Charles Caps. And I don't know if you've heard of Charles Caps, but I have, yeah. yeah, I think he's a real like word of faith uh, kind of man uh, teacher. Anyway, I steal his books. <laughs> I don't know why I'm stealing his books. So I, in the dream, I go and I drop his books off at at the uh, bookstore but then the person working says you're going to need these books and hands me these books and i know that the first one has to do with angels so i wake up from the dream and i thought that's odd who's charles caps and does he have a book on angels well i was walking by my bookshelf it's not the one that's behind me it was another bookshelf i was walking by my bookshelf i looked down on my bookshelf Boom, just sitting there is Angels, Understanding Their Power and Their Purpose by Charles Caps. Wow. And I thought, I never bought this book. I never ordered this book. How did this <laughs> book just get? I'm wondering if my dream, an angel actually handed me the book and it got on my shelf that night. Anyway, Dude. I, I start reading the dream or reading the book and I realize that God's, that it's a challenging book if you're not familiar with the angelic and their purpose it was really good for me to read it and understand how interactive they are with us the saints and so um that put me on a kind of on a an assignment and i started to say lord teach me how to to operate with the angels well not long after that i'm in colorado springs i'm walking outside and i'm looking up at the the mountain range and all of a sudden, I have an open vision, and I see flames of fire all on the mountain range. And I'm instantly aware that these are angels. And I say, Lord, who, who are these angels? And he said, these angels have been stationed here when prayer in this region was at its peak. They're waiting for their assignment into the nation wow. and the nations. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, go up and ask me to assign them to you. I said, can I do that? Is that allowed? Is that legal? <laughs> yeah. It sounds kind of fun. So anyway, yeah. I did. I, I walked up. I went to this mountain uh, peak over there, and um, I started hiking, but then I ended up hitchhiking to the top because it was a long ways. Yeah. That's another story. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I get to the top, and I as I'm up there, I, I, you know, how do you do these things? Well, I don't know. I just, I just begin to realize, Lord, you have an angels that are here. I saw them. So I ask you, Father, in Jesus' name, to assign them to my life for the purposes you have for me, for the destiny and the scroll that's over my life, for the call, whatever. So I go home that night. I have a dream. A prophet comes to me in the dream and says, he says, Andrew, the angels of the Lord, their eyes are upon you. As soon as he says that in the dream, the heavens open and I see a myriad of angels staring down at me, hmm. eyes of fire. 
And from that point on, I have realized that there's angels with me and I don't doubt it. You know, I don't, I think that's an important thing to understand is when, when you are walking in step with God, he is assigning angels to you and for you for the assignment you have. And so I go into places now and I don't just depend on myself to do ministry. I'm saying, all right, angels in the name of the Lord, you are commissioned to carry out the ministry of Jesus Christ in this place on behalf of the people, mm, on behalf of this good. assignment, on behalf of the word of the Lord. And so I have found that as this happens, as we do these things, things get like supernatural, like healings, fire, things start to break loose, uh, deliverance, real power encounters. So um, I, it's exciting. It's exciting. You know, by the way, I believe our angels, you know, the, the Hebrews back in uh, the Jewish people back in the early days in the book of Acts, when uh, Peter showed up the door uh, at the door and they thought it was his angel. Right. You know, they thought it was his angel. Well, they must have had a context that people had angels that they're and that angels could possibly take on your form or something. Yeah, they would have had to. You know, they must have had this grid or this context. Well, I believe that we can we can be multiplied. Our voice can be multiplied. We can be amplified in ways we don't even understand. Hmm. I'll, I'll tell you a quick story along that line. Yeah. I was in Illinois. This was about two summers ago. While I was in Illinois visiting family, um, I was I had been invited to go to a wedding back in Colorado Springs, but I couldn't make it. My wife and I couldn't make it. We were back in Illinois. Well, we get back, and I had prayed for that that uh, wedding. In fact, I had been majorly praying for that whole family. Well, I get back to Colorado Springs, and the mom of the son who got married. She goes, Andrew, I, I ran into her. Andrew, it was so good to see you at our wedding. It was so good to see you. I'm so glad you made it. And I, I really looked at her like very like cross-eyed, like, wait, I was not at the wedding. Like, <laughs> it definitely wasn't. <laughs> I was not at the wedding. I was in Illinois. And she goes, no, Andrew, you, and she thought I was joking. She was like, you know, she's like, she's like, I was waving at you. You were smiling. And. I said, no, I really was not at the wedding. I was back in Illinois. She goes, no, I promise. And then she gets real at him. She goes, yeah. you were at the wedding. You looked at me. You smiled at me. I waved and you waved back. You know, at that point, all of a sudden I'm thinking, God, we don't have any idea. We don't understand how our angels are operating half the time. What Dude. one last story along those lines. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're good. Honestly, man. I mean, take as much time as you need. Okay. Is this okay? Keep sharing this. bro. Okay. Absolutely, man. All right. I didn't know if we were on this the, staying on uh target. No, one hour is always the 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 target, but if we go over, I'm like, whatever. So you know, okay, yeah. Well, let me just say this. This was an amazing thing. And you asked, like, how do people partner with angels? How are the angels gonna be engaged in this new time? Uh -huh. I really believe that God wants us to engage with the angels, meaning you know. It doesn't mean we're worshiping them. You know, you're not obviously right. scripture forbids worshiping angels. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the very real present help that God has supplied us through the angel armies. And he's saying, 
don't waste the resources of strength and power and glory mm -hmm. I've given you. Yeah. I've created these angelic beings and they're sent to help you on your behalf. So use them, commission them, release them, declare and decree my word that they might respond. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash donate and become a partner today. And so I remember this one time this was years ago. We were praying over central Illinois and we were praying that God would break out um, with lightnings and thunderings. And I, I began to think about lightnings and I thought this, there's plenty of scripture about the lightnings of God. It says that in Job that God clothes his hands with lightnings. He commands mm -hmm. them to strike their mark. And, um, you know, then it says that around his throne, there are thunderings and lightnings. And I'm thinking, God, I actually connect angels with lightnings. I, I see when, you know, when Satan fell from heaven, it was like lightning. And I think when the angelic moves through, it's like a lightning. It's like, boom, it's power. And so I feel like we were, we were believing at that point, God, could you pour out lightnings and thunderings across this region? And as we were praying that, I'm actually believing angels are being loosed. And we're saying, God, would you release angels all over this region? Lightnings and thunderings all over the world, uh, mm. this region. Come on. Well, at the end of that week, we release a roar. You know, we're like, roar, you know, all over the region. Light, and we're decreeing that lightnings are striking, that angels are being loosed. Well, the next day, guess what? I get a call from a woman who I hadn't spoke to in probably over a year. She lived 45 minutes away. It's, it's all central Illinois. She had no idea what we'd been praying. And in fact, this woman had at one point, she'd been very on fire for the Lord, but had really been taken, taken captive of uh, by some, some real demonic strongholds. She calls me, says, Andrew, she says, I had the most powerful dream I've ever had in my life. She goes, it was so powerful. The dream itself delivered me from a demon. And I said, tell me the dream. She goes, well, in the dream, she goes, I was laying on my bed and all of a sudden, Andrew, you walked into my room. And she said, when you walked into the room, lightnings and thunderings were going off in the room. Uh -huh. And she said, you looked at me and said, be clean. And the moment you said, be clean, a demon left my body. She goes, I, I woke up today. I'm completely delivered of my addictions. She goes, I, you know, and, and I'm thinking in that moment, here's what I know in that moment. The Lord spoke to me and said, Andrew, that wasn't you. It was your angel that went. Your angel was sent and, and released the lightning power of deliverance wow. over this woman. And that, see, this is the thing is we have to understand that there are more with us than there are with the enemy. And we have such uh, access through the blood of the lamb yep. to call upon them. One last Amen. story. One yeah. last story. Yeah, I, I, I'm loving it. It's okay. great. <laughs> right. Because this just happened. And I feel like this is going to encourage somebody because God doesn't want us to feel like we're alone. He says we're not alone. You know, he's God Emmanuel. He's right. the Lord with us. He's an ever present help in time of need. And you know what? Not only is he present, we live and move and have our being in him. He's present always, but we also have access to his angels. 
who are present. And so this was about uh, in January. And in January, my wife and I were just financially, we were having some difficulties, had some debts. And we got, we woke up one morning, three in the morning, and we were gripped with anxiety. And we were literally like, God, how, how are we going to do this? <laughs> how are we going to do this? And God said, he told my wife, he, my wife said, Andrew, I just heard the Lord say, commission our angels. I said, okay. So at 3 a.m., we began to commission our angels. I don't think there's any secret formula to it. You know, I don't think it's about saying the right words or you can fumble your way through it. As long as you're commissioning your angels, you're good. Yeah, I, I'm basically just acknowledging by faith that yeah. God has angels present with me. And I'm saying right now in the name of Jesus, I just release my angels. I commission you to go and carry out the word of the Lord to bring in supply, to bring in finances, to bring in provision. And I specifically said, I want you to go find someone to hire me that needs some consulting services right now and, and have them call me. That's what I said. Well, we prayed that for about 15 minutes. This is 3 a.m. Well, about 3.30, 3.20, a.m., I get a text from a man I've never met who I, uh, his wife had known me. He says, Andrew, I was up praying at 3 a.m. when all of a sudden I heard clearly the voice of the Lord say, call Andrew, hire him for consulting services, and pay him double what he asks. <laughs> Come on. I mean, this is the God we serve. This is the kingdom that we're a part of. And you know what? I'm like, I'm like high-fiving the angels when they're coming back. I'm like, good job. You did what you were good. You know, come on. We got angels on our behalf. This is yeah. we're a team. This is a team effort. So yeah. all that to say, you guys, I feel like God wants to open our eyes to say the angels are available. And they're sitting around waiting to be employed. We Dude. need to employ the angels. Mm. Dude, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Um, I would say uh, by lately, I mean probably the last, basically this year, I would say, thinking about that and going, how many, how many moments have I not realized that I can do this? And the angel's like, you want to just send me, go, I'll go, I'll go right now. You, are you good? You want to, like, oh, you know, uh, and and I think just praying for more revelation on um, my surroundings and and in the spirit and being aware of of that. So I'll have you pray for that for myself and for the viewers as well, um, because I know there's a lot of people that are in that same boat. They're like, man, I just want. Cause sometimes, you know, we're so used to the physical and not realizing like, okay, if I go into certain, there's certain stores where I go in and if I am not on, if I'm not aware, I'll come out like in a weird state where like, yeah. I'm just, cause I'm a feeler. So yeah. I'll like get tossed by like different departments will have different like demonic things. And I'll come out, I'll be like, all of a sudden my wife and I are arguing or, um, and we're right next to, and so I've been praying for like a greater awareness of that 
but I wanted even more. I wanted, I want to be aware of the angelic realm because we're so like, we're supposed to, I mean, they're, they're a valuable tool at our disposal yep. to carry on the ministry of the Lord. Right. So Absolutely. just like you were talking about. So, yeah. Absolutely, man. Mm. I, will, I will definitely pray. And I, you know, um, I believe that many people are going to be called to go into, just like you said, territory that's occupied by darkness. Mm -hmm. And really, that's part of our great commission. You know, it's the Lord's commission to us to go into all the world where the devil is is hanging out and he's got his his, you know, his gangs occupying places. And um, but but we need to be aware that it's not just little old me. It's right. Number one, it's the Holy Spirit in me. And num number two, I don't know. There might be a whole gang coming behind me. Um, in fact, I I've had a dream. This is such an encouraging dream. I saw Satan had been actually in a dream shooting. I it was like I was taken up in the spirit and I saw myself running. And I saw Satan and these demonic beings firing like these fiery arrows at me. And they were, I knew they were super powerful. And I, as I'm watching, I'm scared for myself because I'm watching myself run and I'm scared for myself. And I'm thinking I'm going to get hit really bad. All of a sudden I see two angels take, take the fire that was aimed at my back. They're taking it on themselves. And they're literally like they're getting hit hard. And I'm I'm actually seeing like things flying off of them, like like they're taking real hits. And I'm thinking, God, I don't think we understand. <laughs> I don't. I don't think yeah. I understand how how much we are protected, how much the angelic realm is fighting on our behalf, watching over us, responding to our prayers. So I want to just. Yeah, I want to. I'm saying this so that we all have faith that there is an army that is getting ready to be released out of heaven on our behalf to take places and territories and inheritance and move into destiny in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So amen, man. You, yeah. want to, you want me to pray right now? Dude, unless you got something else you want to share before, before you get into that, I want to be sensitive to that. Well, you know, I will say this because this was, this was a word that I heard before I got on the call today. Um, I heard that there were many people who were going to uh, actually begin to have babies. Wow. Um, and so I, yeah, I don't think that it was, obviously we know that Roe was overturned, but I really believe that maybe what I really felt was that God was going to visit people who had not been able to have children, or maybe they've been having miscarriages and there was going to be a touch from the Lord that completely reversed that. And there was going to be a, uh, I think there was a sign. What I saw was there was a sign in the natural. The child would be the sign in the natural of what God's doing right now, all across the earth. Mm. We're coming into a, a womb birth stage we're entering in we're being born into a new era of time right now we're that's what i, I want to say it's like a crossover we're crossing that threshold into a new dimension a new day of the lord's power 
and the sign is going to actually happen in lives all across wow. the nation and the nations that they're going to start to give birth mm-hmm. and see you know we've been actually targeted and i won't go into long detail but there there is a whole plan right now to, to birth control and and uh you know you know what i'm saying like they're we're not having as many babies because there's a lot of sterilization going on and all these other yep. things uh-huh. but i believe in spite of it all God is saying, watch, I'm about to release a sign in the earth and babies. There's going to be another baby boom. I prophesy that right now. The baby boom is coming. A baby boom. In the natural, it's going to be a sign of what's taking place in the spirit throughout the earth. The Lord says the baby boom in the natural is coming because the boom in the spirit is about to break out. And a new day of the Lord's power is emerging. And the mighty ones in the Gaborim are rising up. And the Davidic line is rising up again. And Israel will come into their birthing age, their birthing season. They will be born again. They will say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Israel will be born again in Jesus' name. Oh, man. Yeah. Amen. Well, I just, you know, I feel that there's, um, there's also someone that has a car company. I'm just hearing it. And the Lord says, it's not time to give it up. It's not time to give it up. It's not time to give it up. Um, there's someone, I don't even know car company. I don't know if that's you sell cars or you work on cars. I don't know. But I'm just seeing God saying, it's not time to give it up. He's about to increase and multiply it, increase and multiply it. And it's going to be for the, uh, hmm. and I actually felt like God says it's going to be legacy. There's going to be something legacy about the car company. Um, mm. I just had that come to me. So I just mm-hmm. feel like right now, if you got a car company, you take it to the Lord. Um, <laughs> but I just feel like God's about to bless. You know, that's interesting too. Cars can speak of vessels or ministry or lives. And I really feel like God's saying, don't give up. Don't give up. Come on. This is a new day. If you right now are in a place in your own life or your own ministry or in your own vessel, you have said, I just feel like giving up. I feel like quitting. I'm overcome. I'm overwhelmed. God's saying it's not time to give it up. I'm about to multiply you. I'm about to extend my grace. I'm about to increase my peace. I'm about to pour out glory. It is a time of forward momentum and movement. God's saying, rise up now. Don't give up and don't quit. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, I just pray right now in Jesus' name all over this listening and viewing audience. I pray that the glory of God would come as a hammer, as a weighty glory, as a weighty glory. I pray, Lord, let your word come over hearts and lives right now. Let it be a hammer that shatters rock. I'm praying, God, that every place of every life right now that has been weighed down by oppression and depression, it now is coming under the hammer of your word and the weight of your glory in Jesus' name. And I say, God, let that uh, let that oppression and that yoke now be broken in Jesus' name. And I, I break the unbelief off of your soul. I, God says, I'm coming to restore your faith. I'm coming 
to reestablish your hope. And Lord, I, I just pray right now where hope has been deferred, where there's been disappointment, where there's been heart sickness. I just ask for the angels to come. I pray winds of heaven now blow. Winds be released to carry away this heart sickness, to carry away hope deferred, to break through every place of disappointment. And I'm praying over the listening audience. The Lord is right now setting his hand of fire on you and he's marking you and he's saying, I have called you to be a part of my Gaborim, my mighty ones, sons, daughters, mighty ones. I'm rising you up for such a time as this. And I say, Lord, mark them in the spirit right now with your hand. Put your fire on them right now in Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And I just hear the Holy Spirit saying, I'm rescuing some, I'm rescue. I don't, I hear the Lord saying, I'm rescuing your mentality. I'm rescuing your mentality. Your mentality has got you stuck. Your mentality has brought you down. Your mentality, uh, where you've set your mind and the way you've thought, God says, I'm coming to rescue your mind from the miry clay, from the pit. And I just hear the Lord saying, I'm coming right now to revive a mindset, the mind of Christ, those things which are set above. You've looked too long below the cloud level. And God says, I'm causing your eyes to see higher now, to soar above the clouds where I dwell, where my kingdom and the perspective, uh, perspectives of the kingdom are you're going to begin to see with faith and hope in jesus name and lord i'm praying for angels right now i'm asking god for those that are needing uh uh, just a release of angelic breakthrough i pray right now winds and flames of fire go go now go from uh the four corners i'm praying and be assigned to those right now who are calling out, who are uh, who are saying, yes, I need the angelic ministry. I need the strength of the angelic realm right now to help break through, to bring ministry, to bring wisdom, to bring revelation, to bring uh, maybe there's, you know, healing. I, I feel like I see these angels with gold bars. I'm looking at these gold bars. I'm like, is that finances? I felt like the Lord said, no, it's healing. And so I just pray right now, angels ministering healing be released right now to bodies, to hearts. Someone right now is getting a new heart. I just hear God saying, I am coming and giving you a brand new heart. Valves right now are being restored. I don't even know what the aorta is, but I'm hearing God say, I'm touching aortas. I'm touching aortas right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. And the Lord says, ha, I got a word for you all right here. First Chronicles 11. Uh, it says that... Um, uh, The Jebusites who lived there in Jerusalem said to David, you will not get in here. Nevertheless, David captured the fortress of Zion, the city of David. 
I just want to tell you right now where the enemy is taunting you, saying you will not take this. You will not take me down. You will not have this. I will say right now, nevertheless, nevertheless, the Lord has given you his promise and his promised land. And I just say right now where you are being taunted, right now the voice of the enemy is being silenced over your life in Jesus' precious name. Thank you, God. And Lord, I pray for Jeff right now. God, I thank you for my brother here. I just bless this man of God. I thank you for what he's doing. I thank you, Lord, that he is um, he's really hosting your voice. It's really what I see. God, he's carrying your voice and hosting your voice. And I thank you for his heart. And I thank you, God, for the angels that are with him. And Lord, I pray even now a dispatch of angels be assigned to his life for the purposes that you have for him, for his wife, for his family, for his ministry, for his journey, the journey that he will continue to walk with you. I pray, God, release the angelic realm to him now. In Jesus' name. Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm. 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 <clears throat> and I just like, I, I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it. I just, I keep hearing, man, something is going down. Like, and I'm talking about good stuff is going down in the spirit. And I just, back in 2020, um, when all the um, COVID stuff was going on, I would wake up in the middle of the night, and and there was one time when I woke up and I saw, I it was just a, what do you call it, an open vision. Um, woke up out of, out of sleep. And I just, all of a sudden I was up above the earth and I felt the cries of people. And then I saw all, I mean, it was like, man, crazy. Just these, these, it was, it, they look like fire, like just like, boom, 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 like shooting like millions, like down the earth. And the Lord said, he was like, those are the angels on assignment to answer those cries for help. And I was like, whoa and i said the same thing i said man something is going down like right when i woke up i was like something is going down lord and then i saw he showed me that and i felt the exact same thing just now um and uh mm. so i think there's a tendency especially with the disruption a major principality got dethroned in, in over this nation yeah. uh, on friday and the 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 negative things we're seeing right now i'm not intimidated by those mm -mm. because i'm like people have no idea what god is about to do in this nation people have no idea mm -hmm. and i just got kind of an awareness of that just now um just in the the second heaven of what's going on so wow bro that's yeah. so good man yeah. that's so powerful yeah so anybody like be be encouraged and do not give in to despair because what God is doing now is, is going to be amazing. And the doors that are going to open for women, the heart change that's going to happen within women who, who are even now contemplating abortion is incredible. Mm. Like what God is doing, the work he's doing in the hearts of men and women, but women, especially it's in, it's insane guys. Like it's, it's, and we just have, 
no idea. And it's like, just you now God gave me just like a glimpse, just a, like a taste, a taste of what, what that is. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, God bless you, brother. Hey man, Jeff, mm. always good, bro. I, I yeah. love what you're doing. And mm. Elijah fire, man, you guys, there's something on this. I'm telling you, mm. I, I love that you're doing this. I really feel like this is helping so many. I'm, I'm, I'm loving watching it too. You know, oh, awesome. it's, it's amazing. Awesome. So. Yay. Well, it's definitely the Lord. <laughs> Because the Lord knows that how many times I've put my head between my knees, you know, when something goes wrong. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you're doing a great job, bro. I, you're, I love talking with you and I love your heart. You're amazing, bro. I'm, I just see, I see this thing continuing to increase in, in its influence. And I, I really hear in my heart, like the Lord saying, Elijah fire is going to go to a new generation that's not even familiar with the prophetic they're going to start to be introduced uh, to some things that, that they've actually longed for and hungered for. And I feel like God says, you're going to bridge a major gap. There's, there's been a gap like this generational gap or this, maybe it's a, I don't know what kind of gap, but I just feel like the Lord's saying, you're going to bridge some things right now because there are those that are sitting and they're, they're crying out. They're looking for what God is doing. And I feel like you're about to bring it to him. Come on. So, there, Dude. This thing's about to catch wind and catch fire. Dude, you honestly confirmed like two or three prophetic words, like almost direct verbiage, like coming out of your mouth. So I just want to let you know that like, and everybody else knowing that, like what he just said confirmed, I don't feel released to say those things in a public way. Uh, but, um, just yet, but, um, dude, yeah, like exact yeah. words God used uh so dude it's awesome amen amen man oh guys it's gonna be an awesome week <laughs> it's yes, gonna it be is. so good um okay oh, so by, by the way can i share this yeah i had a dream the other night and the lord a prophet came to me in the dream <clears throat> and the lord not the lord the prophet says i see your dilemma andrew <laughs> Okay, well, I looked up the word dilemma. It basically means there's two two negative options that you are having. Like, huh. you know what the Lord told me? He said, Andrew, that prophet saw what the enemy wanted wants you to be under. He saw the dilemma. But the Lord told me, I want you to break the word dilemma. Wow. He, he said, I want you to pull it down like it's a curse. You will not face it dilemma and i felt that in my spirit just now sometimes god speaks to me for me but it it many times because of the prophetic call he's saying this is going to resonate and speak to many and so i feel like right now god is saying many have felt like a dilemma there's a dilemma it's like negative 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 what do i do either way is negative and i just feel to say right now you're not ordained or destined for dilemma and i just speak uh that thing falls that word over your life and that circumstance of dilemma right now, it falls in Jesus' name. And I just commissioned the angels to pull down dilemma and break it off of your life. And I say, no longer will it be negative and negative, but God says he will lead you into, what is it? 
steady waters, green pastures. He's going to lead you in Psalm 23, okay? Go to Psalm 23. That's what I'm hearing. God's saying, that's where I'm taking you. I'm not bringing you under dilemma. And so I break that off of your life right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hmm. Man, I just feel like, dude, we're on the, guys, I mean, to go back to Top Gun, like we're on the run, like we're, we're on the runway. We're not even off that. I mean, we're just, I, we're getting ready to blast off. God's firing up the afterburner. It's just gonna, I mean, we're just gonna blast off. We're gonna see so much cool stuff. Mm. And I just felt like that. I felt like, um, like breath of fresh air, like on to go back to Friday. I, as the the weekend went, because I felt in the spirit, I felt a lot of. I mean, I'm guys. I live like an hour south of Portland, Oregon. Okay, like things are crazy, but um, uh, I felt some of that. But then I would say towards the end of yesterday, I started feeling this. Just like when you like you're in a stuffy stuffy room or stuffy house, and you go outside and you take a breath of fresh air, and you're like, like that's what it felt like uh, in the spirit. Um, absolutely, oh, man, guys, Bro, things same. are going down. <laughs> same, yeah, absolutely, yeah, wow. yeah. So, okay, Andrew, how can people follow your ministry? You got a lot of a lot of options for people, a lot of awesome stuff. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> well, right now, uh, I'm mainly on Facebook. So, if you want to go to Facebook and go to uh, Vanquish prophetic warriors it's a private group there's about i don't know two and a half thousand 2.5 thousand members in it and there's just a, a couple uh questions that i ask you in order for you to join and then um so you can follow me there i, I post pretty regularly on there um and so and then i have uh my website is um vanquishpw.com and then my wife and i do uh, a ministry slash business stuff. We do, we kind of mesh a couple things together with something we call uh, the unapologetic dreamers. So if you go to www.theunapologeticdreamers.com, um, you can find more information out there. We have some classes, we have some uh, little booklets and things about dream. We have a dream activation PDF. And so there's some really good. Uh, just some basic things that you can download and, and stuff. So I think it'd be really helpful for many, especially if you want a dream or, or you're a current dreamer, I think it'll help either way. So, um, those things and, um, you know, in the future, I'm hoping to actually establish some more training, uh, opportunities, uh, where people can join online and also in person. So mm. that's, uh, that's probably it for now. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Andrew, dude, thank you so much. This was great. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll have you, we'll have you back. We gotta, we gotta keep this going, man. You know, I love what the Lord's doing. Anytime, anytime you've come on now, it just, oh man, it's awesome. So I love it, man. Thank yeah. you. I'm really honored and blessed to be here. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Be blessed and we'll see you later. This has been Elijah Fire. 
Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description for more info on how you can donate today.